Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We want to welcome you to the Book Nook Room of AccessibleWorld.org and to our Fantasy Book Discussion Group. The date is Sunday, March 20th, 2011. And without further ado, I turn this meeting over to our chairman, Julia Kulak. Julia, the microphone is yours. Welcome to the March edition of the Fantasy Accessible World Online Book Club. This month's reading is Red Wall by Brian Jacques. And I know we discussed this on list, really, but what did people think of the book? Did they think that it was appropriate for children and adults? And what about the plot? Hi, everybody. I may have to do a little bit of texting in case this key sticks. Um, I'm Kim, and uh, I liked Redwall pretty much. Uh, love the food descriptions, love the nature descriptions, and what I really enjoyed was, you know, all the lovely dialects. It was interesting, because at first I thought the narrator sort of, I don't know, it almost sounded like he was bored, and then it really picked up, at least as much of it that I read, but the English dialect, I, I don't know, he didn't, he sort of half portrayed the accent, it was odd. Well, I actually liked it more than I thought I would. Um, but a question I have is, when I read the book jacket, and I read it over a couple times, it said it was a, the middle book. But yet, this is the first book by Brian Jakes, and everybody's saying it's the first book in the series, so I'm a bit confused. Hmm, I think I skipped over the book jacket. That is odd. Does anybody else have any answers? Hi, um, I had the idea that the author didn't think of the first book until he had started writing the second book, you know? I mean, when he wrote the first book, he got the idea for the prequel. So then the first book he wrote wasn't this book, then it was a different book. Okay. I didn't explain that very well. What I mean is, I believe this is the first book that he wrote, and that while he was writing it, and he dreamed up the character of Martin, he thought that that would be a good idea to go back and for his second book to write how the story, how about Martin's adventures. So I believe that he wrote the book that we read first, but authors often say that once they begin to write, the characters take over and take on a life of their own, and I think Martin took on a life of his own, so... His second idea was to write the prequel to the book that we read. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. It's interesting. Um, can everybody hear the text chat that's going on uh, besides the voice chat? I have mine turned off um, because I, I turned it off in here because of the mystery book club because it's distracting um, me if I'm if I'm leading a discussion, it it's distracting. But no. Um, so what's going on in the text chat? And before I let you tell me, um, I'd just like to say that I thought this book was delightful. I have always liked Brian Jakes, but then I'm I'm an animal lover, and I like books about talking animals. I always have, ever since Doctor Doolittle when I was five. In fact. Uh, <laughs> When I was five, or maybe it was six, I, I was Polynesia the Parrot for Halloween. 
So you understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, I hit F8, and I don't see anything in the text chat. How do you turn it on so it lets you know when somebody's writing a message? Because now I saw what he writes, but I just have to remember to tab over to it. Um, oh dear, I know it's under accessibility, but I'm not sure what menu accessibility is under. Sorry about that, I'll have to... Um. And do you know what uh, it's under to turn the text chat on? Oh dear, okay, well, she left. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, the text chat, let's see what Stein said. Oh, I can't. Hmm. First read it in 2005. I really enjoyed it. I also like the detailed descriptions. Didn't Jacques first uh, wrote story for students at a local school for the blind? Hence, nice descriptions. You're welcome. And Stein says, or Stain, I'm sorry, I'm pronouncing your name wrong and you did correct me, that Mossflower is the second in the series and you're welcome and that he that's the about Martin's adventures well you know it starts out and I think later on in the series it will go back in time to fill in the gaps hi Anne welcome back thanks uh, I don't know what happened but I was talking away and I've all of a sudden got dumped Sometimes I don't think the software likes me very well. I don't know why, but uh, um, as I was saying, I think if you check your menu bar there, it's it's uh, under settings, I think. If it's not under settings, it's under accessibility. Um, but just arrow around in the, in the menu bar there, and you'll find it, I'm sure. Um, and I tried to enter the menu bar... But I couldn't enter the menu bar, and I can't go to uh, Window Eyes because I I uh, attempted to load the new Window Eyes, and I have an error message. I have to check with the folks at uh, GW Micro to tell me what I should do. So I'm sitting in System Access, so I can't be of much help. But um, it's in there. I know it is. It's Prego. Uh, we like the book pretty well. Um we, uh, I mean, the ending was very suspenseful and uh, quite moving, I thought, and Lissy thought too. Right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, I, um, I mean, um, we talked about this a little bit on the mailing list, you know, sort of comparing it to other books and like Watership Down and so on, and though that was more adult. Um, but, uh, Overall, we liked it. I'm not sure how many more of these I'm going to read uh, in the series because um, I don't know. They're, I mean, compared to some others I've read, like the Pridane series, I don't know. I don't like them as much, but um, but it was pretty good. I couldn't really. I read half of it, and then I don't know it. it sort of went from being really interesting to not being interesting, and I don't quite know how that happened. But maybe I should try to finish it, because you said it had a moving ending, so so maybe we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that I enjoy books about animals, too, and um, I think that it was less sophisticated than Watership Down, but um, I'm not used to talking in these groups. That's okay, you're doing fine.
Yeah, I haven't read Watership Down, so I can't say whether... From the descriptions on the email, it sounds like it's a much more sophisticated book, but I haven't read it for myself. Well, I kind of got a little bit, as I said, on the mailing list. I kind of had trouble suspending my disbelief a little bit because the animals use so much technology. I mean, where are they getting it? I mean, you're not supposed to ask stuff like that, I guess, but... Um, Watership Down was more realistic in some ways, even though it had talking animals. But they were much more—they were much closer to the environment they actually live in. Um, I know what Anne said about it being for adults, but it's certainly being sold to children, being marketed to children. I saw one edition at least said it was being mar- sold to children on the Wikipedia. Um, but, um, but. This was it had some really great points. Um, they um, the, we had a little trouble because we were reading in Braille, getting through the mole dialect. I'd be interested in seeing what scanners do with that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's very suspenseful and uh, it does you know it and, and it moves along. It's he packs quite a bit, even though you know it's three volumes in Braille. It's eleven hours and something on Bard. Um, he packs in quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. The half the book that I read seemed to move along. I liked how it kept switching from the good people to the bad people and back and forth. It seemed there were two main stories. Um, the one story was the fight, the actual war or the battle at Redwall, and the other story was the quest to um, find the Martin sword. We liked the fact that the cat told um, Matthias that the sword wasn't magic. In fact, there really wasn't any magic used in the story, um, except the fact that these animals used utensils and (laughs) did things with their paws that no animal can do with their paws, but it really wasn't about spells and sorcery. Um, They were kind of like little people in animal bodies, although sometimes they behaved like the animals they were, um, the fact that the hair was so good at dodging about and covering long distances and being able to evade the rat's capture and um, um, the owl and the snake, those were they were pretty much behaved as their as the animal type would. But the mice, oh, the sparrows, I thought were very bird-like in their community and the way they communicated. I enjoyed the sparrow language which wasn't all that sophisticated, but it was just fun to imagine birds chattering that way. Um, I don't know if any of you have ever read Tale Chaser Song, but that's another fantasy, uh, that's another book in the fantasy genre where animals are the main um, heroes and all. One of the things I liked about the book was the fact that Redwall was a better place at the end for having um, welcomed new animals into the fold who weren't there before. Um, For example, the shrews and the sparrows were now allies, so it's one example where a place is actually better off after a war. Um, This is not a book where it showed the cost of war very much, you know, not too much. We had the loss of life, which is of course the worst thing you can lose but Redwall itself didn't wasn't damaged very much but it was a better abbey at the end because more animals were welcome to come there and some enemies had become friends I can't imagine how the plots are going to twist enough for there to be 20 some more books that Evan found on NLS in Braille 
Well, um, I've read several of these, and um, they are a little bit formulaic in that, you know, all of the good animals are the same good animals, and all of the bad animals are the same bad animals. I mean, you've either got weasels or stoats or or um, wild cats or something for the bad animals, or and you've got your mice and your hares and your um, otters and your or your uh, shrews as as good animals. But the thing is that the plots are a little bit different each time. So. You know, I, w- I wouldn't want to read them one after another. I mean, you know, like bing, 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 bing. But one every couple of months, you know, one every six months, sure, why not? You know, it's it's a fun read. And, um, you know, I, I enjoyed them. Um, just a quick question. Uh, Julia, what did you mean by not evil enough? Um, it just seemed like the character, Clooney the Scourge, it was it was pretty evil, but I don't know. It just seemed like he wasn't that evil. Then again, I didn't read the whole book, so maybe he got worse as it went along. Like, he was still pretty bad, but it just didn't seem like he was in, had enough sort of evilness to him. He was sort of small potatoes evil as opposed to more advanced. Yeah, but... That's how kind of all the characters are. I mean, the good ones are really good. and Well, no, that's not true, because the sparrows at first were kind of evil, but then they ended up turning out really good. So, I don't know. I think it's maybe they'll put more on, like, a child's point of view of what evil is like. Yeah, probably. Anne wrote an interesting email. I guess evil isn't really something you can measure. It's... But I, I mean, I suppose there are varying degrees of evil. To me, Morgan Le Fay seems more evil than Cinderella's stepmother. So you're kind of saying like it's the scale of the evil that makes it more like if he, like, if he destroys like you know a whole army or a country or a whole planet, then he's more evil. Or is it what well, what I said on the email that he was kind of over? He was a little character. He was a bit of a cartoony. Yeah, I think it's both. It's the the scale of evil, and he's sort of can't really. I can't really take him seriously. Uh, let's see. What did Stain say? Sorry, I've been neglecting my chats. Um, let's go see. It says the true the leader of the rats um, could have gone to more lengths to, to bribe Redball Abbey. I think that's what it's saying. Screwing it up. They could not even try to. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, he could have. He could have actually gone through more. You know, he could have tried to bribe the um, allies of Redwall, and he didn't really even try to do that. Um, I have a couple of thoughts about the evil. One thing is that the two two of the characters who were fairly evil, um, the Sparrow King and Clooney, not only were they evil, but he see, the author seemed to equate evil with madness um, because both had just gone around the bend sometimes. Sometimes Clooney didn't do as good a job because he lost control and he, he was just in such a temper and a rage that he couldn't think, you know, see the whole picture anymore. He was just swamped by his emotions. Um, 
it didn't seem like it, anything in the book is a very big scale, though, because the whole battle takes place around this little mouse monastery. So if you're looking for big bombs and big destruction, it wouldn't fit in the scale of the story. And even and in the scale that it was, I thought Clooney was evil enough because he, he starved creatures. He never, ever showed mercy. Um, he never really rewarded people who did a good job. His, the people who, you know, his generals were afraid of him. He didn't have any allies in, a, in the sense that he had no one that he could confide in. Um, he never regretted anything that he did. Um, I just thought he had no, no mercy, no pity, and he was evil enough. I was frightened for the, what he would have done um, tormenting the Redwall residents um, had he been able to go along, you know, had he not been interrupted by the shrews and the sparrows who kind of saved them in the nick of time. Go ahead. He was very cruel to his captives, you know, those mice that he captured, and then he terrified their leader, Plump, Plumpin, or whatever his name was, into um, opening the door for him. So he, I'm easy to scare, though. Yeah, like I said, I didn't read the whole book, so maybe if I would have read it, I probably... Oh, yeah, I forgot he was starving. Yeah, that's not cool. He was starving the the people for his punishment, which is quite cruel. So any more stray thoughts on the book? Lissy's going to read more of them. I'm not sure if I will or not. We'll see. Maybe, as Anne said, maybe two, three months. You know, I might be ready for another one, but not right now. We'll see. I'd just like to add that I really liked the rural environment, and um, I liked the way um, that um, Matthias parlayed the re rebuilding of the friendship between the cat and the owl. Things like that were very nice. I thought some of the characters were, were pretty thin, but I liked enough about the book that I will read it kind of for relaxation and just to spend some time in the country. That's why I read the Shannara book sometimes over again, because most of it's in wilderness and forests and some of it's in cities, but enough of it's outdoor, out in the forests and stuff that um, that I really like um, that those books just for that. I mean, I'd like to live at Hearthstone someday, but uh, anyhow, and that's why I like the Green Rider books. Actually, it opened in a forest, and that had me right there. The first Green Rider book, which the fourth one is out now. I should look it up. I have forgotten. That was a good book, the Green Rider book. And Stain said something in the text chat. Let's go see what it is. Yes, Lissa, and the evil characters have intense greed They're, with their madness. They seem to be blinded by their... Here we have another text chat. Let's, uh, let's get through the first one first, I guess. I miss Skype. I'm afraid. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm missing it right now. I mean, I mean, you get, I mean, uh, I don't know. It just, um, I wish we could go back to that. Yeah, I have to send you, everyone, an email with something, uh, business stuff. Yeah, I can't see the text chat. I hit the F8 key, but nothing shows up in there. It's a blank. I have an edit screen, but that's it. Nothing shows up. I don't know what's going on with this software. It's gimpy. In order to view what's in the text chat, you have to press the tab key, and then it'll show you. But I also figured out how to make it talk, 
how to make the speech talk when somebody's talking, so that helps too. Or you can hit F9, that'll get you in the window too. Okay, so I guess um, if it's okay with you, I'll try to finish what um, Stain is saying for those who are not sure how to read it. Okay, I'll just start over. Um, the evil characters have intense greed. They seem to be blinded by their madness. I think that's what it says. Blinded by their greed. Both Clooney and the Sparrow King, their subjects, eagerly leave the ra their, their ranks or side with red wall. And then, Evan, you mentioned the technology. What about when the willows where Mr. Toad actually drives a car? I haven't read that book. You know, I should. It's one of those things that I should have read probably a long time ago, but I never did. Uh, so I guess I'm going to have to get that and uh, read it. By the way, I haven't read Tail Chaser's song yet either, but uh, Tad Williams is a really good author. I've read seven of his books, and they were all quite long and enjoyable. I know Tail Chaser's song is a lot shorter, but um, that I, I will have to get that. Is Wind in the Willows the book about... I think it also has a mouse and a badger, and I think the mouse falls off a cliff or something, and then the badger has to nurse it back to health. The badger's like the nurse. Oh, hi, Marshall. Nice to have you with us. It's Julia. Hello, Julia. I'm fine. I'd be more fine if my computer wouldn't break up, but... Ours is doing it, too. It's not just yours. Well, mine's a netbook, so it probably does it more than your laptop. Well, mine's doing it, and it's a desktop, so... <laughs> Maybe it's just a bad night um, for, for the net. That could be, too. But, uh, hi, Marshall. Nice to see you. Um, I just wanted to comment on um, um, a couple of things. Uh, yes, I, I, on, the, on the evil thread and so forth. Um, yes, yes, and yes. Uh, Ray, Wind in the Willows. Um, it's the story of the mole and the, the, uh, uh, the rat water rat and the the badger um, and how they go on a journey and they meet toad and so forth and and um, if you if you've read the thing you know the mole goes out of his house he's, he's spring cleaning and he just gets sick and tired of it and he goes out of his house and he starts this long journey sort of like sort of like um, uh, Bilbo in the uh, in the uh, in the Hobbit, you know, he doesn't prepare to go on the journey or anything. He just goes, and it's really quite charming. Um, the language is a little um, sort of early twentieth century, but it's fun. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I don't know if that's the book I, well, part of the book. I didn't read the whole thing because. My roommate was reading an talking book, so I guess we'll just let that one go. Marshall, did you read... What did you think of Redwall? Did you read it? Yes, I did. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know if I would read the rest of the series. I, I don't think I get into these animals as humans thing. I didn't particularly like Watership Down, and I've read Wind in the Willows, and I kind of felt the same way. Sometimes I like animal books. Like, I actually did enjoy this book. Um, it's, they're not something that I could read all of the time, but 
I mean, I thought it was good for a different sort of a book that I usually don't read. Well, right now I'm looking for books that uh, really get out there. Like, I've already finished uh, Dragons of Autumn Twilight, and I enjoyed that one Im immensely. I'm, you know, I'm getting tired of reading, hearing news about potential war and real war and earthquakes and reactor accidents and all the other stuff that's... Yeah, it's a bit too close to reality right now, I hear ya. Oh, and Stain says, loving the other animal books folks have mentioned seems to be a prerequisite f to loving uh, Jacques' books. Oh, I was going to say discuss the book for next month, but we know what next month's book is, so... Yep, I'm looking forward to it. I've read it before. It's going to be kind of like, as I said, visiting old friends and uh, you know, seeing what they're up to, which, of course, I already know what they're up to, but it's going to be great. I'm going to enjoy it. It's not too long. its uh, I don't remember who reads it, but it was well-read. And uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, stay. Next month's book is um, Dragons of Autumn Twilight, which is the first in a really, really huge series that Bookshare is trying to put all the stuff up um, in the Dragonlance series. I'm curious what other people thought of Red Wall, since I... Well, I only got halfway through it. I sort of kind of liked it, but I wasn't... didn't feel compelled to finish it, really. It was, it was sort of intriguing, but not completely holding my interest. So who is this Dragons of Twilight series by, and can you only get it on Bookshare? I mean, I have Bookshare, but I'd much rather read a... Well, I guess I should really read it in Braille on my Braille display, but... <laughs> uh, no, it's Dragons of Autumn Twilight. Autumn Twilight. It's the first of this series. And uh, Dragonlance Chronicles by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. And it is on Bard and on Cassette, but I don't, uh, don't think it's in Braille um, on NLS anyway. Um, and as far as Redwall goes, Lissy, I think, liked it a little better than I did. Um, I enjoyed it. It was suspenseful. The ending was suspenseful. Uh, and, um, the, the very end was very moving, um, when, uh, somebody important died. But I, well, I mean, the, uh, oh, dear. Sorry, Julia. Uh, but, um, I thought it was a little bit young. I, I mean, I liked Watership Down much better. Um, I know Anne said it was for adults, but, and maybe that's true, but it's certainly not strictly for adults, um, since it started out as tales he told to his young children on trips to the country, according to Wikipedia, and it's being marketed to juveniles, um, by some people at least, the books are. But um, I like that much better, but this was still good. Um, I may read more in the series, I may not. Lissy says she's definitely going to read more in the series, though. So, uh, I probably will. I mean, I won't. I couldn't make a steady diet of it or anything. But, and by the way, Watership Down is definitely on my list. <laughs> uh, Stain says, loved Redwall, but uh, the series can get predictable later on. Not sure how much I'll read of the rest of the series. So, does anybody have any final thoughts, or are we done for? evening 
Well, just that if you're thinking about switching the time, I hope that you won't make it for the afternoon because <laughs> that would be really hard for me to make that. Nights are definitely better. Oh, no, I wasn't thinking about switching the time. It was um, different business stuff that I guess I'll send after the, the meeting. Okay, I'm going to stop the recording now.